0: With Parsis Devarim, we not only open up the final Sefer of the Torah, but we open up the final speech of the greatest Torah teacher, Moshe Rabbeinu. And the Torah felt it important to divulge to us where exactly that speech took place. So where did Moshe Rabbeinu deliver his final words? The Torah tells us all too precisely, in fact, so overwhelmingly precisely, did the Torah describe the setting Of this final speech That it becomes very unclear Ironically where that speech took place How is that so? What do I mean? Take a look at the very first Pesach in the Parsha <speaking in Hebrew> These are the words That Moshe spoke To all of Israel <speaking in Hebrew> On the side of the Jordan Or on that side of the Jordan Ba midbar In the wilderness Ba'arava, in the plains. Mol-suf, facing, or opposite, suf, perhaps the yamsuf, Bain Bein-paran, uvein topel, in between paran and in between topel. Vilavan, vachat and lavan, and Chatseiros, seiros and dizahav. Where, where exactly was this? Are there particular coordinates that are being highlighted here? Places... That we've never heard of before? What exactly is the setting for this final speech? As we're going to see very soon, the setting of this speech exists in a dimension beyond us. A dimension not only of Pshat, but of Remes, Josh, and Sod. A journey to a mystifying paradise of Parsha and imagination, which we call the Parsha Paradise. Welcome to Parsha Paradise, or Parsha Paradise, here at the Database of issue Yeshua Eisenberg with this week's Parsha is Parshas Parshas Devorim. And if you enjoy sure am like this and others on the podcast, and you want to sponsor and partner up with us, or if you just have questions, comments, concerns, or recommendations. For sure, I'm mean, like this and others, or if you want to join the Database Podcast WhatsApp group for frequent updates and links for every uploaded share, then all you have to do is reach out to me at thedatabase at gmail.com. That's base, B-E-I-S, at gmail.com. So once again, where exactly did Moshe Rabbeinu's final speech take place? The Torah gives us a very elaborate description of these places or the setting, but once again it's 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 quite elaborate but it's also quite vague. The Torah uses a lot of words to describe the setting. You shouldn't need so many words to describe where a speech took place. So the question is what exactly is the meaning of all of these labels of once again, what looks like locations that it was Ba Every Bamid Barba, Arava, be'n paron be'n and Vacharas what exactly are all of these words teaching us? So I'll be Pashup shot What you might have said, maybe, is that, well, let's just translate it straight. Right, it took place in the desert, which part of the desert? Maybe in the plains. And maybe Moshe Rabbeinu was facing the Yamsef when he gave the speech. And he was perhaps between a land called Paran and a place called Tophel, maybe from, and, 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 Another place called Lavan, maybe in two of the directions, maybe in two other directions. He was between Chatzeros and Di right? Maybe Moshe Benu was is in the middle of all four or five of these locations. However, the Rishonim seem to understand it a little bit differently. So first and foremost, I'll just mention that. Several of the Rishonim point out that although these are names of places that we've never heard of before, these might just be nicknames of other places, right? The Ibn Ezra says that these might be other names for places that we've heard of before. The Rashbam, the Nitziv, the Bukharshar, they all suggest along the same lines that the Torah is describing locations, real locations, even though you look through Parshas Maaseh and you look throughout the rest of the Chumash, you won't necessarily find the names of all these places as it's written here, but we can grant that some places had more than one name. As many places we might think of have more than one name. And so these were the names of locations. However, what's not so clear is how did Moshe Rabbeinu give the speech in all of these locations? So if you take a look at the Bechor Shor and the Netziv, they both elaborate on how the Torah is actually telling us that, yeah, the speech took place in more than one place, that all of these different locations were different spots where Moshe Rabbeinu um, delivered his speech. and. What that means is that Moshe Benu began the speech perhaps in one location, maybe paused, continued, and, and, and spoke at other locations. And Al-Pi Pashib that's perhaps what's meant here, that Moshe Rabbeinu gave the speech at different locations. What you might also suggest, however, is what we're going to see Al-Pidrash the famous Medrash Rashi quotes. We are going to skip over Remez once again this week because we are going to be delivering an incredible Remez when we get to Sod as well. And to make up for the combination, I will offer you two offerings in Remez and Sod that will work hand in hand, which will be incredibly overwhelming when we see how precisely I meant it that the answer of where Moshe Rabbeinu's speech took place was actually in this other dimension. We're going to see the Pardes come to life in this shir. But let's continue with the famous Madrash Rashi quotes from the Sifrei. What's really being referenced here is in Moshe Rabbeinu's Devarim. Devarim is a code word for tochacha, for reproof, for giving musr. So because these were all the locations where Hashem got angry, at the B'nei Yisrael, <inaudible> <inaudible> Moshe Rabbeinu delivered these words in the form of Remez, meaning he alluded to the, to the sins of Klal Yisrael. And if you look in Rashi, Rashi explains how each one of these locations somehow references one of the sins that Klal Yisrael done in the past. So the word Bamidbar is a general... Um, uh, allusion to Klaistral complaining in the Midbar, how can you bring us out to the Midbar to die here? Lavan and Tofel. those are the, 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 those are references to the Klaistral complaining about the Mun, the Mun was white. Dizahav, a lot of gold, that's a reference to the Hazav and so on and so forth. You can look in Rashi to see how each of these different um, l- locations are a reference to a different Aver that Klaistral did. Chatzeros might have been uh, aware, aware, um, a reference to uh, Karach's Rebellion. Take a look at every single one. You'll find different allusions to the different Averis that Klai Sharlat had done. And what you could say is, reading this even back into Pashup's shot, that the Torah is telling us that Moshe Rabbeinu is reviewing, these are the Dvarim that Moshe Rabbeinu spoke in all of these locations, and now he's elaborating on what he had spoken about in the past. In other words, Moshe Rabbeinu is going to deliver content about all of these locations. And yeah, the Moshe Rabbeinu had addressed Klai in in different places. However, the B'chor Shor, going back to Pashup Shad, the B'chor Shor explains how what the Torah is really telling us Is right now These are the different locations Where Moshe Benu had formerly taught The Bnei Sural Torah So for example Ba'arava He says is a reference to Arvos Moav um, and then he explains that Bain Purnabayn Tophel is reference to Har Sinai, where some of the Torah was taught there. And he continues and he explains that Tophel he, well, he believes is Mara, where they received some mitzvahs at Mara as well. So, whether you want to go with Pshad or Drash, the point is that these could either be locations or these are references to Averos. But either way, the speech, the content of Moshe Rabbeinu's speech, was something that was delivered over a larger span of time perhaps over the 40 years when Moshe Rabbeinu was teaching Kleinstrahl to begin with, or, again, Moshe Rabbeinu, in retrospect, is reviewing all of those different stories that took place in all of those locations. But now we move on to Remez and Sod. And I give you from the Kabbalistic work, the Megala Amukos, and we will be looking at two pieces from the Megala Amukos. The first one can be found in Reish Bey's Aleph 2011, where the Megala Amukos explains brilliantly he says that there were 2 two. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, there were, there were three locations where Moshe Rabenu accepted the Torah. Moshe Rabenu accepted the Torah three times. Based on the Gemara, and he says that these three locations are references to none other than three of the layers of Pardes. He says that the Sod of the Torah. We know that we know that Torah comes in four different forms. Pshat, Remez, Drash, and Sod. And he explains that when Moshe Rabbeinu, uh, when Moshe Benu was accepted the Torah, each of these times he accepted the Torah on level of Pshat. Perhaps that was at Har Sinai, at Ohel in the Ohel Moed. He accepted the Torah, perhaps in the form of Drash. And now he's at Arvos Moav, where he's accepted it through Remez. And in fact, that's exactly what. The, uh, what the Magal is going to say in just a moment. I'll keep reading through, and we'll get to it. But when it came to Parsha Zechanna, uh, next week's Parsha, Moshe Rabenu was hoping that he could accept the Torah on the fourth level, the level of Sod, the secrets of the Torah that are just so unknowable, the secrets of Kabbalah. That's what Moshe Rabenu wanted to accept. When he says, Ebronah, please let me pass by, so I can get to that fourth level." And we're going to see. Right out of the Megala Mukos, What Hashem's response was This is what Moshe Rabinu Said regarding the aschanan. Please let me go in Skipping a little bit And then Continues the Megala Amukos He says that the Be'er in the field Is a reference to the three levels of Torah That, that Yaakov saw In, in, uh, in Parsha's Vayetze We're going to come back to that In another piece from the Megala Mukos. And he says, <speaking in Hebrew> "So Moshe Rabbeinu says at Sinai, you began to show me your 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 greatness. You began to show me your Torah. <speaking in Hebrew> then you showed me your Yadah <speaking in Hebrew> That was in the Olam <speaking in Hebrew> That's where he got Teshabal the, Peh. Perhaps the form of drash. And <speaking> Arvos <in Hebrew> Amar Asher Mikel Bashayim of Shehem, can I give Ramazim Shaltorah? Arvos Moav was where Moshe Rebana began to receive the Ramazim of the Torah. Lachain Elaha Devarim, our Pasuk, Asher Dibir Moshe, Hochiachos son Biremez. He reproved them with Ramez, like we saw in Drash. Biremez Daika, specifically in Ramez. Why? Because at this point Klai shall reach the level. And perhaps Moshe may reach the level of, of Ramazim in Torah. V'chein, take a look. E'la ha'davarim, the words, these are the words. E'la ha'davarim in Gematria equal Ramazim. They, so a Remez, the word Ramazim is in the Remez. E'la ha'davarim equals Ramazim. Avaladayto, Lo la la amun rabasi. But he couldn't reach that highest level. L'chein Amar abar He says that, please let me pass through. Shehu pe and what, what did Hashem respond? Just to skip a little bit. Hashem responds to Moshe, no, you don't realize you have a lock. He says, you've already reached the highest level of the secrets of Torah. you ready? You um, have. You've already attained the secrets of the Torah. You don't have to go into Eretz to get the secrets of Torah. Moshebina, you have them already. Moshebina did not realize, but the secrets were already within. Going off along the same lines, if you look at the Megala Amukos in Rash Mem vav aleph two forty six one. The Magalamukos quotes the Zohar in Parshas Vayetze. Chelgaav and Vayetze on the pasuk Chaf Ches Yod twenty eight ten, where the Torah tells us that Vayetze Yaakov mi Be'er Sheva. the Yaakov um, left from Be'er Sheva. Says in the Magalamukos, the words Be'er Sheva are a reference to the sodos, the rasei Torah, the secrets of the Torah. He says it's alluded to in the word Be'er. Be'er, which means a well, but also he says that Be'er, similarly, when the Torah tells us Be'er Moshe as the Torah, that Moshe Rabbeinu explained the Torah, perhaps without even realizing Moshe Rabbeinu also had attained and been divulging the secrets of the Torah. They were already with him. With that, we see how Moshe Rabbeinu's words, his final speech, took place, all of his speeches together took place through the incredible Pardes, the the, the four dimensions of the Torah, And we should be Zoha to truly get the best out of all these dimensions in Torah when we learn them. And we should be Zoha to ourselves to see the secrets of the Torah, to grow from the Musa we receive, and to grow in our learning when the wellsprings of Torah are overflowing into us through our own learning. Thank you for joining us here at The Database.